Because the best part about living this human experience, I think, is that tomorrow is always a new day. There's always a new opportunity to feel differently, to show up differently, to experience things differently. Hi friends, and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog, and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand, a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Do The Damn Thing podcast. As always, I'm so excited that you're here, and I'm so excited for this week's episode. Today is Tuesday, August 29th, so I am recording the last episode of August. I did say last week that the following episode would be the September update, but I typically do those the first week of the month, and it's technically not September yet. So I decided I'd give it one more week and let that kind of simmer about what I'm thinking for September. I'll be setting my goals this week for the next month and getting ready for the next 30 days ahead. How many days are in September? There are um, 30 days, in fact, in September. So how I'm just going to be getting ready for the next month. But I actually wanted to take this episode to talk to you guys about kind of the way I've been feeling the last couple weeks, um, more so the last several days. I let me jump back a little bit. My birthday was wonderful. My mom was here. Michael and I had a wonderful time together. My mom surprised me and spent the whole week here. We got facials and massages on my birthday. Michael and my mom took me out to it an absolutely wonderful Italian dinner on my birthday. We went to this little hole in the wall in Soho. It was the cutest place. The food was phenomenal. The service was even better. Our waiter was so kind and so wonderful. We spent like three hours there. It was just such a wonderful experience. And I'll be very honest with you. I wasn't feeling the greatest on my birthday. I just woke up in kind of like a sullen, melancholy mood. Wasn't really feeling it. And I didn't I didn't really understand why. And my mom and I went for our facials and massages and they were wonderful, but I was still feeling just really off after. And I was really shocked by this feeling. And I think it made me even more sad because the last several birthdays I've had have been so phenomenal, not just in the experiences. Obviously, last year was amazing being in Italy and, and Croatia and Greece, but just the energy of the birthday has been so wonderful. I think when I reached 25, I knew that the next year of my life was going to shift the rest of the trajectory of my life. I knew that 25 was going to be an extraordinary year. I just had this feeling of it last year, this gut, this knowing, and I was absolutely right. And I think leading into this year, I, this, this sounds really bizarre to say, but I've read this in several different spaces and I, I've learned this in several different ways that As you start to reach your enormous goals, it can feel kind of saddening to think that 
your potential is reaching its max. We might, you know, set caps for ourselves. We might set these glass ceilings for ourselves and think like, okay, this is as good as it's going to get. And as you're reaching towards those goals, as you're on that journey towards reaching the goals and reaching that success, it feels so empowering. It feels so incredible to be fighting for what you want, to be fighting for your dreams, to be challenging yourself daily, whatever it is that you're doing. And then sometimes when we reach those goals and we've gone through the success we've celebrated and we've come out the other side sometimes there is this sadness this feeling of is this as good as it's gonna get is this my limit is this my cap and as I said last week in the podcast I certainly don't feel that way like I I am a hundred percent still in the know that I have so much of my journey to experience I have so much of my success still to reach yet But I think the last like couple weeks, the last week in particular, I mean, Michael and I went away over the weekend to Long Beach Island, LBI. It was so much fun. Absolutely stunning. So gorgeous. The houses were insane. They were just like, it was so beautiful. Such a classic beach town. It was so much fun. I definitely wish we could have been there longer. But beyond that, like I did have a really great time there. But my time alone and my time with myself has felt just off recently. And so I've just been kind of reflecting on this over the last couple days, asking myself, you know, the typical questions that I encourage you guys to ask yourself. Why do I feel this way? What's coming up? Why do I feel this uncomfortable feeling? It's definitely a feeling of anxiety. Like I feel a little uncomfortable in my skin. I feel like this sense of itchiness and and not in a literal way, like this this itch to get out of my skin, this itch to move because the anxiety is rising. And my previous response to that would have been to push it down and try and avoid it until it just bubbled over and I was in a full-blown panic attack. And I certainly don't want to get there and I'm not going to let myself. But it's this feeling that definitely makes me feel uncomfortable. It's a little bit of like my heart is racing, my I can't sit still, I have restless legs. I just... I'm sure you guys understand what I'm talking about. We all get this feeling, this feeling of anxiety, and we all know what it feels like, whether it's different from for you as it is for me, you know what I'm talking about. And as I was reflecting and wondering why this is happening and why I'm feeling this way, especially after my birthday, like I said, my birthdays the last couple of years have been so wonderful and so much fun. And I just found myself being really sad that I was sad on my birthday. And then the day ended up turning around. Like I said, we had a wonderful dinner, uh, just just Michael, myself, and my mom. And it was just so much fun. And I went to bed with a huge smile on my face and got up. I worked Thursday. And then Friday, Michael and I headed to LBI. And then we came back and Michael had to turn around and leave uh, for Minnesota for a week for work. So I have the place to myself this whole week. And I have a lot of time to myself this week to reflect and just kind of do a little bit of resetting. I talked to you guys about how often I reset in my life. I think it's a good idea to just kind of press that button once a month if needed, uh, just so I can feel confident in the way I'm approaching, like I said, the next you know month, next 30 days of my life, the way I'm approaching things that feel sacred to me, like my routine, my habits, things like that. So anyways, going back to the, the first topic of conversation, the ceiling of sadness was really has been really rising up, especially this morning. I, like I told you guys, have had 
I, I think I've mentioned this a couple times over the last couple months, but I've had a little bit of resistance towards content creation. I've really been focusing my energies on the client portion of my business, which is, you know, most people would agree that's where I should be focusing my energy. These people are paying me for a service. I'm committed to that service. That needs to be a high priority, right? Of course, totally understand that. But I also recently said to you guys and committed to myself to reprioritize things that felt exciting for me. So I've shared with you guys that the community is launching soon with LaRue. I've shared with you guys that we're kind of entering this next phase of LaRue. And Anna, my assistant, and I are really prioritizing that and making sure that everything is getting ready and everything is getting set up so that when the online community launches, we feel prepared to take on the next phase. We feel prepared for swarms of people to come in and join the LaRue community and build this empowering online space for women entrepreneurs, women who want to live intentional lives, etc. So I've committed to reprioritizing things. And as I sat down to record this podcast, I felt that I felt that anxiety again. I felt that little bit of, okay, well, I'm doing this last minute yet again because I've been so busy. Today's Tuesday. The podcast comes out tomorrow. And I hate even admitting that because to me, and I, I hope this isn't the way you feel. I don't think this is the way I would interpret it from someone else saying this. But to me, it feels like I'm perhaps telling you as the listener that this isn't as much of a priority. Therefore, I'm not putting in as much effort as I typically do with other things. And that is what makes me feel sad. And I was realizing that as I was getting ready to record this podcast, because even so, I've felt like the last several months of the podcast, maybe like since May, have been really, really good. I feel like I'm churning out episode after episode that feels like one of my best, that feels like one of my most empowering, that certainly feels like one of my most raw and honest podcasts. I'm getting more and more vulnerable with you guys and more and more honest. And all of that is to say that what I just said isn't true. This is a huge priority to me. I do put a lot of thought into these. I do put a lot of commitment both on myself and to the the topics at hand that what I'm talking about because I always want you guys to walk away with valuable information with feeling supported with feeling confided in with feeling that you're not alone in anything that you may be feeling or anything that you may be experiencing and that there is always a community around you that's that's going to be at the, the forefront of the LaRue community anyways is that you can always find someone or a group of someone's who can support you and understand the challenges that you're facing and the experiences that life is handing you. And I think a goal of mine as well in this podcast, particularly not just in LaRue, but specifically with this podcast, has been to show the very human side of myself, the parts of me that don't always feel perfect, that usually never feel perfect, the parts of me that feel judged, maybe not as seen, the parts of me that feel insecure or very vulnerable or very raw to a human that I'm not speaking to directly to someone that is perhaps a stranger in my life. So I was sitting here thinking about all of this, getting ready to record this podcast, jotting down my notes and realizing that the the central message, the central understanding, the central feeling in all of this is perhaps a little bit of too much pressure. I have been 
working myself to the bone for years. And I've talked to you guys about burnout. I've talked to you guys about the way I would like to shift the view around entrepreneurship, that you don't have to burn your ass out, that you don't have to break your back building a business in order to be successful. You can have an intentional life and an intentional business. You can be successful and still not work 100 hours a week. You can have a successful business and everything that you want and still have a personal life. That is what LaRue is always going to be about. That's what the community is going to be about. That's what everything about this business says to you. You can have a luxury business. You can have a luxury brand and still live a central and unique and empowering lifestyle to whatever that means for you. So I was thinking about all this pressure that I had been putting on myself recently as far as hitting certain deadlines, making sure that I'm prioritizing and reprioritizing certain things in my life. And I've felt a little bit like, and I'm feeling a little bit like as I record this podcast and as I say these words to you (laughs) in live action, I feel like the pressure I'm putting on myself is once again, just perhaps a little bit too much because I've also recently in the last month felt really sad about the fact that I have barely seen my friends. I haven't been spending as much time with them. I haven't even been talking to them as much because I've been so busy. I'm living with a boyfriend. And I always found it funny when I was younger when people would say, you know, your life changes when you go into a relationship and your perspective on time changes and the way you prioritize things changes. And so many people tell us that when you get into a relationship, the time you spend with friends will lessen. And of course, that's true. Like, you know, you're adding one more person to your life, one more significant, important person. Of course, your priorities are going to shift. But I never understood when people would say in like movies or in real life, or I would read it in a book, when people would say that I have no time for my friends. And I always thought to myself, when I would find that group of friends, when I would find that support system, I would never be able to say that I wouldn't have time for them because I would I I need them I need these people in my life I need their support I need their criticism I need their conversations I need them their love their their beautifulness into this world I need their light and I would never want to shift that so I always thought it was funny when I would hear that I would always think to myself that's absolutely not going to be me And now here we are. And of course, you know, a lot of my friends are listening to this podcast, so they know I'm speaking directly to them right now. But here we are. And now I find myself being someone who feels like I never have time for my friends. And it's not also just because of my relationship. Like I live with Michael now, so it's not like we have to have to put in as much effort as we used to to see each other because we're always with each other. But it has made it easier for me to be lazy about my plans, lazy about my commitments, and I don't like that. Bottom line is I think I've felt uncomfortable in the fact that I've shifted maybe perhaps a little bit too much to the other side, where before when I first moved here in the first like year of living here, I was going out all the time. And of course, that also shifted with with getting a puppy that is a major major commitment it makes it harder for me to go out but 
when I first moved here that first year, I was going out all the time, seeing my friends all the time. I was consistently prioritizing them as a like top two in my life. And I was always going out to make sure I could see them and spend time with them and have conversations that felt empowering for the both of us. And the relationship happened, the holidays then happened, you know, that always consistently slows down when it gets cold out. People aren't as willing to get outside of their apartments, which I completely understand. And then, you know, just life happens. I got busy. I started, I was traveling more, which I'm traveling so consistently now. And I got Bowie and Michael and I moved in together and the business really took off and so much has happened And so all of that is to say that when I was feeling sad this morning and I was reflecting on all of this and I was journaling on it, I found myself realizing that I've just been putting far too much pressure on myself because something that I've also needed to remind myself of is everything that I do is a two-way street. As much as I give to my business, my business will give back to me. As much as I give to my relationship and my friendships, my relationship and friendships will give back to me. As much as I give to maybe Bowie, that's probably not as good of an example, she'll give to me, but you understand what I mean, I I think. But everything in our lives is a two-way street. And every in every way that we expend energy and offer energy to another entity, another being, another facet of our lives, the more those will return. So just because I am in a period of pause where I am prioritizing my business the most which that's the one priority that hasn't shifted I've since I since I moved here my business has been the number one priority in my life the entire time but everything below that has shifted a little bit and I've realized as well that if they've shifted once they will shift again so just because I'm in a period of pause right now where I'm not spending as much time with my friends or I'm not getting out as much, which is certainly true. I've definitely homebodied myself again. Doesn't mean that those things won't shift again. And I need to stop putting so much, like so, so much unbearable pressure on myself to do everything. That is the point of all of this podcast now that we're 17 minutes in is to say, I am a perfectionist. We've established this. I've said this before. I'll say it again in my life. Everyone knows this about me who knows me personally. I'm a perfectionist. I'm a Virgo to my absolute core. And if there is a will to do everything, then there is a way. And I tell myself all the time that I can do everything. I have time for everything. And when I don't get everything done, I am immediately disappointed in myself. And this definitely feels like a revert to an older version of myself to, I'm sorry, not an older person, like version of myself, a past version of myself. It feels like I am feeling sad and feeling anxious and feeling a little bit itchy in my skin and perhaps feeling a little bit small because I am feeling like a past version of myself where because I am not making plans, I am not going out and seeing my friends and, you know, they're also very busy. They're they're not reaching out to me every day to make these plans. It's, it's not like it's all me as far as that sounds weird. My friends don't want to talk about. We're all busy. Very, very busy. So 
when I have felt a little bit of this loneliness, when I have felt a little bit of this melancholy, I think it's because it's a disappointment in realizing and and seeing this come to fruition that I, in fact, cannot do everything. I always wished when I was in the midst of like manifesting every day and, and sitting with this fear of, of what if I don't reach success, of what if I don't reach financial uh, freedom, if, if I don't reach financial security, blah, 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 if I don't get, end up in a relationship, if I don't find that group of friends, etc. When I was in the midst of manifesting all of that and I was doing the, those manifesting rituals daily, I always told myself that when I would finally get these things, I would hold on as tight as I can. And I always said to myself that once any part of those dreams came true, once any part of those manifestations became real life, they would all become a top priority. And the the fact of the matter is, is that that's just not possible. It's just not possible to keep everything about your life top priority priority shift relationship shift things in your life will shift and we have to be okay with not only the the shift but we have to be okay with knowing that and realizing that things can shift back things can shift again and just because one part of our lives feels a little bit uncomfortable right now or perhaps that itchiness, that anxiety, it doesn't mean it'll always be that way. And we cannot put pressure on ourselves. And let me be clear, my friendships are wonderful. My my best friends are still my best friends. I Nothing has happened in any of these friendships to make me feel like I'm questioning how important these women in, are in my lives or vice versa. Like no, nothing like that has happened. I'm just really sad that I haven't seen my friends as much. And it's been harder for all of us to get together because we are all so, so busy. And everyone's traveling. You know, the summer bug hit everybody. And everyone's been so busy traveling, working, relationships, etc. Like it, it's not like something dramatic has happened here. But I have just been finding myself really missing my friends. And then when the opportunity arises, I have noticed that I've been backing out perhaps just a little bit too much. Because again, I'm putting this pressure on myself to do too much, to show up to too much, to try and prioritize everything as the number one priority. Meaning my friendships, my relationship, my business, myself, which should always be at the top of that list. And when I was reflecting on this this morning, when I was doing the journaling and I I found myself writing that I am putting too much pressure on myself to do everything, it felt like a simultaneous relief and burden. I felt a wave of relief in acknowledging that you are doing too much, you're putting too much pressure on yourself, but also a a burden and a not even a burden, really a, a feeling of grief and knowing that I'm not a superhero, I'm not a, I'm not superwoman, I'm not some invincible person who isn't prone, which we all know I am very prone to reaching burnout, to getting sick, to falling a little bit behind, and no matter how hard I work on myself, I've accepted and I, I want to give myself this freedom to acknowledge that these sad days will come. The feelings of anxiety will come. The, the burdens of feeling like I'm not enough, not being seen, not being heard, 
those are those aren't insecurities that I'm going to heal. And I'm okay with that. They're ones I can always work on. They're ones I can always grow in. But I think I have realized, and I've said this to you guys in various forms in the past, I've realized that feelings of anxiety should be welcome a lot of the time because that's the way we bring them up. That's the way we address them. That's the way we become okay with them. And that's the way we heal them. And I've also become okay with the fact that there are going to be days, like I said last week in last week's podcast, like I know that despite how confident I feel about the next year, I know that I'll likely reach a plateau. I I know that I'll likely reach a moment in my life where I question all this and and wonder what the purpose of it all is and and wonder, you know, why I'm even bothering. I'm going to reach those days. That's okay. It's inevitable because life is these ups and downs. It is challenging. It is hard to face with human emotion and when I was reflecting on all of this this morning and feeling this sense of anxiety and feeling this sense of a, of disappointment that I in fact cannot do it all I was finding myself reverting back to the version of myself where I was so eager to learn about all the ways I could be perfect that I immediately felt even more let down in the ways I'm not reaching those standards so what I mean is When I was in my manifesting era, I was also in my self-help era, right? So I was reading so many books and so much material on intentional living, strong habits, strong mindset, changing your mind, blah, 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 blah. I was reading and consuming so much self-help material that at this point in my life, I think sometimes... I use that material, I use that knowledge, I use everything that I've learned as almost a weapon against myself, as a way to show myself the ways I'm not showing up the best, as a way to criticize myself in the the parts of myself where I'm not doing enough, where I'm not showing up as enough, where I'm not being good enough. And in those moments like when I'm feeling lazy or I just want to watch TV or I want to read a romance book instead of a self-help book or I just don't have the energy to do (laughs) to do what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing that knowledge almost feels like a burden and I think that so many people can relate to that because there are so many ways we can show up so phenomenally in this world and I hope that when I'm old and sitting in a rest home and reflecting back on my life, I sincerely hope that I can look back and say that most of my days were phenomenal. That most of my days were days I was showing up and doing my best. But on the days where I feel like I do today, where I feel a little bit lackluster, where I feel a little bit melancholy, where I feel a little bit lonely and isolated, I sincerely think that those feelings are personified by the knowledge that I've learned that I but why do I feel sad because I know I can change my mind why do I feel sad because I know EFT exists so I know I can change it right away why do I feel sad or lonely when I love time by myself why do I feel this way when there's all these ways I can heal it and change it right now the fact is of the matter is is that I believe and this isn't something you know this isn't a new revelation to this morning this is something I think I've known for a long time I believe that 
sometimes there are going to be days that come up where we just feel a certain type of shitty way. And the best thing we can do is just to lean into that feeling. Let it be there. Let it exist. Because the best part about living this human experience, I think, is that tomorrow is always a new day. There's always a new opportunity to feel differently, to show up differently, to experience things differently. But it also doesn't have to be the very next second. It doesn't have to be the next hour. If I feel sad and EFT isn't doing it for me or meditating isn't doing it for me, I'm just going to feel sad. And that's okay. It's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to feel off. It's okay to let those feelings sit at the surface, just not for too long. That's the point. That's the point of intentional living. That's the point of living so freely with yourself and with your emotions is that you're never trying to suppress any emotion, but you're also not letting any emotions take over you. And I think that today the lesson for me feels like I just need to let these feelings sit. I just need to be okay with the fact that I feel a little off today because tomorrow I can perhaps feel differently. I can set myself up for a little bit better of success and I can feel happier tomorrow. I don't want to think that the knowledge of living intentionally, the knowledge of how I can show up differently in my mindset and in the world and in my relationships, I don't want to feel like that knowledge is a burden. I don't want to feel like knowing this, you know, secret to life, the secret formula to life, to being successful means I have to be that way 100% of the time, 100% of the day. That's just not realistic. And if I wake up late this morning, which I did, I'm not going to, I want to stop berating myself about these things. I, I don't need to feel guilty about that. I don't need to feel guilty about saying, okay, I'm going to sleep in because I didn't get a good night's sleep and go to the gym later in the day. Who cares? Really, who cares? Right? Like, I'm, you guys understand what I'm saying. I sincerely hope. (laughs) So I think my lesson for both of us, really for me, and I hope you're taking this as well, is that as much as knowledge is power, it doesn't need to be a weapon against ourselves and we don't need to be putting so much so much pressure on ourselves to feel perfect and to show up perfectly and again it it definitely goes back I think to these conversations we have about social media where you know we see a three-minute video of someone's spend a day in the life with me and it's all these perfect things and they look like they've gotten so much done and you're like wow I you know typed on computer for nine hours today so go me That's such bullshit and I'm really tired of feeling that way. So today, I think I'm going to let myself feel a little sad. I'm going to let myself feel a little emotional and tomorrow's going to be different and that sounds great to me. I think I'm okay with that and if I feel like I need to rest or go for a walk or whatever it is I feel like I need to do, I'm going to do it and I'm not going to apologize for it to myself, right? Who am I apologizing to? Me. So I think... I think that's the lesson for today. I think that's everything. I hope this feels empowering to you. I hope this feels comforting to you. Again, this podcast isn't about me showing up and acting like I'm perfect and I live this perfect life. As much as we can reach success, we can also reach days like this. And 
This doesn't mean I'm putting a blip in all of my success for the year. This doesn't mean that 26 is not going to be good. This doesn't mean that tomorrow won't be different. It's just today, it feels a little off. It feels a little funky. And you know what? I'm not going to try and pretend that energy is not there. So it's best for me to welcome it, feel it, lean into it, address it, talk about it, write about it, feel, you know, do whatever feels good and move on. So I hope this hits. I hope it helps. And you know the spiel. I love you all so, so dearly. And I will see all of you beautiful, beautiful souls next week.